0: Hello everyone, this is episode 5 of the 300k haircut podcast. Every week, we release a short installment where we talk about personal finance for teenagers and young adults. I'm Aditya Prasad, your first host.
1: And I'm your second host, Dipesh Singh. Well, Aditya, this week we're going to be talking about something that I really love, international travel. Now, you've traveled before, you've traveled internationally before, Right.
0: Yeah, my parents are actually really big into traveling. So usually every year or every other year, we go someplace uh, foreign. Obviously, we didn't get to go last year. But in the years prior, we have went to Canada and Mexico, when we don't want to travel as far. And then sometimes we've also went through Western Europe, Southeast Asia, and then India, obviously, um, a few times.
1: Yeah, so it's been actually quite similar for me. One of the places I really want to go to is Europe especially France. And so, you know, but unfortunately, uh, up to this point, I have always gone with my parents or with other adults who've usually been, you know, in charge of making all the accommodations. However, in the future, me and you and probably, you know, many others out there are going to have to be in charge of ourselves and going to be in charge of, you know, making these accommodations that our parents used to make, such as transportation and housing. Now, whether that prospect sounds fun or frightening, it is something that's going to become more and more important as you get older, whether you choose to travel for a vacation, an event, job, or even for family. Now, and at that point, knowing how to handle your money as a international tourist will be super important if you want to focus on your trip instead of focusing on your bank account. So me and DT decided that for this episode, we would split the podcast into two separate parts. Now, as the first part, Aditya is going to talk about sort of just general tips you can implement whenever you whenever you start traveling internationally. And then after that, I'm going to go into a little bit about some of the common scams and issues you should look out for so you can prepare for them or at least have an idea of what they are.
0: Okay, great. Let's get started. I'll set the scene. You're a fresh high school graduate who wants to travel somewhere for your summer before college. You've got some money saved up, the lockdowns have ended, and you're almost ready to go. There's only one problem. You're doing this all by yourself. Your parents are fine with letting you go by yourself, but are you ready? Here are some of the things that you have to remember. First of all, cash is While carrying too much cash might make you a target, you should always know how to access cash, either dollars, if you're in a country that accepts them, or the local currency, if needed. Cash is safe and is almost always accepted, and there's no chance of any complications occurring, which is really important when it's midnight in a foreign city and you just want to catch a cab back to your apartment. Cash also prevents you from overspending, which we talked about on our budgets episode. When you're getting cash, It's important that you know currency exchange rates and that you use banks or ATMs instead of exchange centers, which often give you a bad deal or rate. ATMs specifically are really great to use because you can guarantee a supply of cash wherever you go without having to carry any on your person. Just make sure to check in with your bank about daily spending limits and fees because some banks will freeze the amount of money in your account or stop you from withdrawing a larger amount than the limit wherever you go. Now, you'll still probably want to use a credit card on your trip. Assuming you listened to our second episode and you've got one already, you'll still probably want to shy away from using it because of the fees that can pile up when you use a normal card internationally. Instead, you'll need an international credit card, which you can find and apply for online. A lot of the fancy rewards will be locked behind requirements that probably won't apply to you, but they'll all remove the international fees so you won't be paying more than you think. Visa, American Express, and MasterCard are the most widely accepted brands, but you should probably do a cursory search on what works where you're going. While credit cards will be less accepted than cash, they provide an extra layer of safety with their fraud detection mechanisms and also leave you less vulnerable to clever thieves.
1: Speaking of thieves and scams, let's finally discuss a few of the common ones. So there are three main scams that often occur internationally especially in South America, Asia and Africa. And the first is tour scams. So tour scams are pretty straightforward. It's usually someone provides you, someone comes up to you providing you with a tour that of a place that you probably want to go to or an experience that you want and you apply for it and you go on that fake tour or the scam tour that it is and you end up getting an experience that wasn't up to your standards or just something that you really didn't want. So the key thing to remember about these games are that you should always travel with a well-established tour company so that you know you'll get what you pay for and that your safety will be of utmost concern. Do your research, check your reviews, and ask your accommodation for recommendations. Make sure that you always book through reputable websites and operators, because if you don't, you could end up being stranded, injured, sick, or at the very least, at a loss of some money. Now the second most common scam is probably taxi scams. And so taxi scams are basically where unlicensed drivers will overcharge you with large fees, claim that their meter is broken, or will take you on the least direct route to your desired destination. Now sometimes taxi drivers may also be working with a specific restaurant owner or shopkeepers and what they will do is that when you desire to go to you know a particular restaurant um that's let's say you know 10 blocks away or something like that they will tell you that that particular restaurant is closed or maybe it's under construction or just something else to try to prevent you from going there and instead they'll provide you an alternative such as the place that they're working that they're working with and If this does happen with you while you're traveling internationally, make sure that you're firm but polite about where you want to go. And if they still insist on taking you to where they want to go and not where you want to be, then just get out of the taxi and find someone else who will. Remember, always call for a licensed taxi. Your accommodation, your tour guide, or your fellow travelers will usually know how much a reasonable fare should cost and if you do suspect that the driver is taking a less direct route just pull out your phone open google maps and click go as tempting as a cheap fare or deal may be for unlicensed taxis in some parts of the world such as latin america it can be a starting point for express kidnapping and that's a situation that you don't want to be in now the final scam i'll be talking about is probably something that we've all experienced, and that's fake souvenirs. Unfortunately, no matter where you go in the world, you'll often come across handicrafts and goods which aren't made by local artisans. Instead, they're labeled as the real thing, but in reality, they're produced in factories elsewhere. Now, if you do really want to get a locally produced product, uh, what I would suggest that you do is that you do your research before or you ask your friends and your peers and maybe your tour guide uh, about, you know, ways that you could find these the products that you're looking for. And just remember that, you know, it's something local. So obviously, in order to find that, you're going to have to go to a local place. You're not going to find that at your commercial you know, store, your supermarket or even your mall.
0: So, you've learned how to handle your money overseas and respond to common scams. The only thing left is to stick to the rules we already talked about and be careful. Things happen when you're traveling internationally. You don't have to be scared, but you should be cautious. Inform your bank and credit cards of your travel plans. Create alerts. Maybe even set daily limits on your account. Use only secure Wi-Fi connections, hide your cash, be aware of your surroundings, trust your instincts. And that's it. We're glad you're still here. If you want more tips, resources, and a chance to win prizes like Amazon gift cards, make sure to follow our Instagram at 300 haircut. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.